0: up in your earphones and your laptop season 10 woman evolve where you at show me love baby baby what is happening um woman evolve podcast child listen it's your girl sjr and what's up it's episode 10 this is technically supposed to be the finale of the podcast um, but we're going to see what happens okay so you're listening on your podcast at because you can join us live things to know about your girl today she took her braids out she got on some red lipstick she's out here looking like somebody and something did she go somewhere no she didn't go anywhere she's been taking pictures around the house So there's that, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And what I got to do today is uh, make it happen for the store. So I took pictures around the house because those are my options. So that's it. Uh, Someone said Corona braids gone already. But did y'all see? how I pushed them Corona braids on through. If you guys watch Thursday's message, the final product, we talked last week about me not being able to lay my edges the way God would have me lay my edges. I know what he has for my edges, plans to prosper them and not to harm them. That's the word. I wouldn't even lie about that. And so someone told me about how to lay my edges. Y'all all all came together and helped me. And if you watch Thursday's message, you will see that I pushed on through the way that God would have me to do. But it was time for me to take my... Braids out. Uh, My scalp was itching. You know, the naturals try to tell us that about six weeks is about where we should land with them braids, and I was coming up on that mark. And I don't know about you, but I plan on having some hair when Corona is over. You know what I'm saying? I do plan on having some kind of hair. So listen, I am trying to post this on my other Facebook page so that the whole delegation can be in the building. What's up? What y'all doing? what ooh, 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 ooh. oh anywhere. oh, that's me oh oh hold on kind of hair oh she's so unprofessional gosh gosh okay listen how about that so child said look them edges look like they had a fresh real no we ain't relaxing but we did put some eco styler gel on there okay so what's up where y'all at for those of you who are listening for the first time this is not me being joined by myself no sir I got all kinds of friends joining me from all over the world. I see Charlotte, North Carolina is in the building. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. I'm going to let y'all get me together real quick because I need to understand what I'm doing. Kenya says, okay, Corona will not take my edges. I won't have it. Elisa says, this is how I'd be looking on my lives. You be this drunk. Stri- Come on now. I've been raggedy all season long. I don't think I've looked nice one podcast episode, but that's all right because this week I came through. Sherelle Stanley says, I got a couple people of need to be, res- to be on the rescue eve. Tell me. Cache said, So I need to take my braids out and start redoing these edges. I still want hair post quarantine. Honey, I don't know, but I have fought for these little bit of edges I have, and I can't just let them go. Let's get into it, guys. Podcast, episode 10. I do the podcast in 10 episode segments because, you know, trying to be here on time and make sure that I'm sitting down at two o'clock and that I have this set up is generally a struggle for me to do every single Tuesday. I had a team that was helping me do everything. But obviously, like most of you all, we have been impacted by COVID-19. So me and my homegirl, we get together and we set this thing on up. But it's a lot of work to try and get this done. But also, we ain't got nothing else to do. So i don't even know what we finna do so do i end the podcast for episode 10 or do i introduce something different on the podcast like maybe instead of me sitting up here showing y'all all of the reasons that i need to be rescued maybe i do an interview series where i interview women who have inspiring stories where we can learn from them what are you what are you guys thinking tell me Um, Taria says due to coronavirus We just can't let this be the finale today No ma'am Sarah McKinney says sound like I be getting my vocals ready To sing voice and men at this end of the podcast Yes get your vocals ready Angie says how about a corona bonus episode Let's see what do you guys think Didi says I like that idea She likes the idea of us interviewing some women Kivana says yes introduce something different Tina says I love the interview concept Candace says nope you can't stop uh, let's see that seems like we like the interview segment. All right. All right. Corona out here blessing us. All right. Okay. So we're going to do a special edition of the woman evolved podcast, but we're going to do it interview style. Okay. I'm going to find different women. You guys DM me tag people. We're going to do a post right I just made this up. So my team's going to love it. Okay. But let's do a post and see who the delegation wants us to interview. I'm going to do whatever I can to get these people on the show. And that's what we'll do is we'll ask, tell me what questions you want us to ask them. So when I get people co- us solidified, I'll ask what questions the delegation wants to know from them. And we'll do a whole podcast segment about women who have evolved and what it cost them to evolve and tips for us to evolve in our own lives. How about that? Cynthia says, look at you trying to grow in this season. She trying to do something. Lita Morton says, don't end the podcast. Introduce something different. I'm a soldier says, First Lady Mama Jakes. They want me to get my mama on the podcast. Mrs. Kev on stage. She's good. Somebody says, Heidi Furtick. Her name's Holly, but I can look up Heidi. I think you're talking about Holly Furtick, but I could look up Heidi too. Who? Heidi Furtick, who, let's talk about it. Andrea Whitehead says, your mom. Ask her how we can stay and walk in straight. Okay, somebody says do a live zoom with bishop for some baked home goods All right, somebody said record interviews on zoom. Of course, they said core y'all know core is not allowed (laughs) Uh cachet Tapri says do these people have to have large platforms? I don't want to just do large platforms I think one of the things that makes woman evolve so special is that like we want to connect with people who we can identify with And I think sometimes when we exclusively do people with large platforms that we end up alienating people so let's let's throw everybody at it okay we'll mix it all up somebody said lovey i would love to do a podcast with lovey all right all right all right all right y'all know that's how chicken heads start they say all right all right all right i want y'all to know that my daughter who's never heard the chicken head song only heard my rendition walks around the house singing chicken head and i don't know about that um i will interview core somebody says why not core i love core She's my homegirl. I love Kiera. She's my homegirl. Okay, I'm going to get us a list. Okay, so all of you guys who are... Con- somebody say get Beyonce. Does anybody ever randomly get on Beyonce's Instagram and just wonder how she's doing during coronavirus? You ain't posting no pictures. We ain't seen our nieces and our nephew. How you doing, sis? What you eating? Are you be- Are you getting fine? Or are you getting thick during corona? What? That's what I want to know. Are y'all getting fine or are y'all getting thick during corona? I'm not judging either way. I'm trying to be somewhere in the middle. I put on them clothes today because so for the store, we bought a bunch of inventory for the store before coronavirus. So literally, I'm shooting around the house and clothes that we already bought. But when I went to try them clothes on, I had to bind the devil. I don't know about. See, this is why I feel something on this. When y'all put them clothes on bind the devil before you put the clothes on because he's going to try and come for you when you put these clothes on and you need to bind the devil when you put them on you need to say first of all Satan I rebuke you okay I'm not going to look like no can of biscuits one of y'all should have told me I put on uh, my Spanx you, y'all the Spanx that come up right underneath the br- underneath where your bra is that gap between where your bra is and the Spanx is always look like a can of biscuits and I was preaching a message and I had cannabis gets all happening all while I was preaching but the word went forth anyway Sharon says I lost 70 pounds her name is either Sharon or Sharon let me know Lenore says no more slim thick over here thick like a snicker ain't nothing wrong with being thick like a snicker ain't nothing wrong with that Uh, Shakina says my taste buds are blessed and so are the pounds that I'm gaining and that's fine Jamila said, I'm still looking good Satan not going to ruin me I'm not saying I first of all you can look fine thick first of all us thick folks want us to be in the number you can be fine thick but I'm just saying have we crossed over from slim thick into thick thick have we gone from slim thick to thick and then from thick to thick thick where you at on the scale ain't no judgment here or did you go from thick thick to slim thick and then from slim thick to thick which way are you working Asking for a friend. Sydney says, getting Corona fit. You better. Divine Ray says, my summer body's still in effect. Come on, y'all. Tracy says, I need to lose 27. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, listen. So, somebody said, thick like a, like, Kanisha says, thick like a bowl of cold grits. I'm thick, thick, sis. Ain't nothing wrong with being thick, thick. Tamika says, thick, thick, thick. She put another thick on there. Ain't nothing wrong with being thick, thick, thick you got to do what you, first of all, let me tell you what I've decided. I am not going to make this the season where I have to do everything I've ever tried to do in my 30 plus years of life. I'm not going to do that. I am going to apply pressure to the areas that need it the most. I'm going to continue to maintain the pressure I had on other areas, but y'all not going to have me out here trying to accomplish 30 plus years of goals in six weeks. I can't do it. First of all, I'm stressed. It's a pandemic. I don't have time to try and be everything and everybody. taking these days as they come last week i told y'all i finally felt like i had a little rhythm so this is my rhythm i don't know what your rhythm is but this is my rhythm i work from monday to thursday that means between answering emails taking meetings uh studying for my messages recording our messages so that they can be presented live like so that's monday through thursday and then saturday through sunday i mind my business my personal business, i cooked every single night, every single night, child, every single night. I'm just making up stuff to cook at this point. Um, lamb shoulder was the only thing that was left at the store. As soon as it's in, I'm going to go down there, I'm going to open it up and stick some garlic in there, some rosemary around that thing. I'm going to warm up last night or Easter's macaroni and cheese and um, some vegetables and that's going to be it. How about that? Sherelle Stanley says, where's your toilet paper flex? I'm still looking for it. I'm still looking for it. Oh, I have a recipe for y'all. I made these carrot cake muffins. And let me tell you how God moved. They taste like sin, not gonna lie, but they were really delicious. I'm going to post this in the comments so that I can bless the folks of God. And y'all can try these things on out because I think you're going to enjoy them. I added coconut and walnuts to mine because (laughs) I'm trying to be fancy, fancy, but you got to get it to how, how you live. I really think that using Mexican vanilla instead of regular vanilla could take it to another level, but let's start with where we are. So yeah. Okay. So I just posted, if you're listening on the podcast and you guys weren't able to join us live, go to woman evolve and check out the link that I just put in there for the carrot cake muffins. Cause y'all probably looking for something to cook just like I am. Taraya says, sis, I'm cooking like never before. Corona going to make me into a, into a real cook cook. Okay. Alexis says, OMG, my mom wanted to make muffins today. I got you handled. Okay. Dania says, thick, thick, thick. And when I realized it on that scale, I was on YouTube and didn't realize how many free cardio video and workout routines. No, it ain't no reason for us to be thick, 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 unless we've decided to live there. Because it's all kinds of you don't need no gym equipment. You can do it at home exercises. But... Exercising sometimes is stress for me. And I have to exercise from a place of wholeness and not being stressed because it feels like anxiety. Okay. Um, okay. Dorothy says we bind the spirit of those carrot cake muffins. Speak for yourself. Uh, Amy says I'm still hanging with HelloFresh. Hello Fresh, I told y'all, is the business. It's just 18,000 people in my house and cooking every single night. I would have to have um, Hello HelloFresh. Buku who remembers the word Buku Buku come on come on 90s babies Buku all right listen okay uh Podcast. (laughs) I be forgetting what I'm doing on this show. All right, Rescue Eve. Y'all know what time it is. Rescue Eve is when we come together and we look at what's happening in the world. And when everyone else is judging and everyone else is calling folks out, we say, you know what, we as the delegation want to show a little bit of grace. And yes, we could judge, but we have decided to take another path and take another route. And that's where we get Rescue Eve from. Um, I want to know if we should rescue. The California governor, Governor Newsom, Governor Newsom is being sued by churches who are claiming that social distance orders violate the First Amendment right. These churches have come together and they want to keep the doors of their church open during the coronavirus outbreak. And so they have sued Governor Gavin Newsom and other officials on Monday, arguing that social distancing orders violate the First Amendment right to freedom of religious religion and assembly the suit filed in federal court for the central district of california also named state attorney general xavier becerra and other officials of san bernardino and riverside counties so yeah they seek to block Newsom's stay-at-home order what y'all think about this this has been like a big topic in different I guess maybe in my world, because as a minister, I've seen it come up so many times where people are like, you know, the church should never be closed regardless of what happens. Or, you know, everybody needs to follow the order so that we can all get healthy and feel better soon. Uh, Fitness says, save the governor. Fitness Toya, rather, says, save the governor, especially since the bishop just died for this very thing. Do you all think, though? That there is something to, if the pastor says he wants to have church and the members say they want to have church and they understand the risk of it and decide that they want to have church anyway, that we should just let them mind. Should we be in mind your business ministries or should we say, no, everyone has a responsibility to make sure that they're staying at home so that we can keep as many people alive and healthy as possible. How about that? Diana Maboya says the Bible asks us to respect the authorities, right? Opal says my church is open. We have services (laughs) Five days a week, save him. Susan Taylor says, I just read today where a pastor died from COVID 19. He still chose to have service. I don't agree with the churches staying open. Shanice says don't trade uh, don't trade faith for foolishness Alicia says give him a private jet says we got to use wisdom y'all so should we rescue the governor anointed heirs says goodbye Newsom California and New York are getting hit the hardest both states that don't honor God hey wait a minute I'm in California talking about California don't honor God if I'm here God somebody is going to be honored here where I am I didn't that's not right how you going to say they don't honor God no more than these other states Some of these other states is in the same boat But where I am is where the God is going to be Of my heart and my life How about that Jeanette says everyone has a responsibility To stay at home and respect the order Letitia says it's putting too many people in danger Shabray says obey the laws of the land They think we should rescue him Desiree says, be responsible. No, stay at home. Still minding my business, though. Joyce says, rescue the governor. Dorothy says, you can be a Christian from home. They're not banning Christianity, just public gatherings. I um, I totally agree about us being able to, you know, have church wherever we are. I think, like, honestly, if I'm honest, when we had Good Friday Communion, I was really emotional because I've never in all of my life not been in church on Easter. Like I've missed Sundays before, but I've never not been in church for um, Easter. And that was really, really hard on me. So I can understand you know, when I'm a church baby, I grew up in church. And so the idea of not having church was already really challenging, not having church in, well, I won't say not having church, but not having church in the way that we're used to was really challenging. But I think when we're talking about the Bible and churches in the Bible, churches in the Bible, the churches in Corinth, the churches in Romans, the churches that we are reading most of our New Testament scriptures from were churches that were taking places in people's homes. They weren't necessarily what we call church. And so I do think, I think it's been an incredible opportunity for us to bring our faith literally into our homes and our spaces, but it is hard. And so I can understand. And the other thing, this is the other thing I feel about Christians. I think a lot of us are looking for our opportunity to stand up for our faith when especially I think American Christians when we hear about what Christianity is in Muslim countries where people are literally killed and beheaded we haven't really had to like defend our faith in our country to that extent where we were willing to be in prison where we were willing to risk it all in order to have service and I think that for a lot of people this is our opportunity to say no my faith cannot be compromised I think that challenging thing, though, is that it comes at the risk of putting your flock in danger. But if the flock is willing, if the pastor is willing, I think that that's something that they have to work out within themselves. I feel like we had a responsibility to try and keep as many people safe as possible. If this band would have been specifically about churches and movie theaters were still open and Disneyland was still open and people were still having a war show and the strip clubs were still open, I think that that would be significantly different because that's when I feel like our rights to of religion are being encroached upon. But when everything is shut down, when literally they're saying not even the almighty dollar that runs this country will keep us from keeping citizens safe, I just feel like it's a different responsibility. Ryan Skies, the people are in quarantine, not God. He will meet you where you are. Dijon Forward says my name is David and I am watching you and my mother and I am scared of COVID 19. A lot of people are. Erica Williams says we're all shut down. Latanya says great point. Let's see, uh, Rashida says, no save. It's bedside Baptist for for me. This virus is hitting too close to home. I know someone who just passed away due to COVID-19. I, man, I've seen so many people who have lost someone close to me. My good friend lost her mother and her, she... I've, the trauma of losing someone is already enough, but to not be able to be there with that person as they transition into that next realm is even more challenging. And I don't wish that on anybody to have to say goodbye to your loved one via FaceTime. Like that's just, I don't want anyone to be in that situation and anything I can do to make sure that I am staying um, healthy and keeping people around me healthy. That's definitely what I want to do. Hope Mercy says, I'm not afraid at all. I literally trust God so much that nothing scares me. i t- so I'm not afraid of COVID-19, but I'm not going to like like I'm not afraid of the devil, but I'm not about to go to a house of the devil worship and be around them while they lifting up the name of the devil. You know what I mean? So like I'm not afraid of COVID-19, but I'm not going to put anyone at risk and I'm not going to like tempt God's protection and grace when he is giving me power to do things like I think that we need to. When our power and our ability runs out, I believe that that that's when God's power and ability should kick in. I don't think that us having God is an excuse for us to not play our part and to show up in the ways that we know we can show up. Now, there are some instances where we literally can't break it. There's an addiction. There's a toxic relationship where we literally don't have the strength to break it. There's lust, whatever. We don't have the ability to break it the way that we should, But and then God gets to kick in. But I try to do everything everything that is within my power i don't even think that that's actually i'm about to look something up I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it's not a scripture. Right. And so I don't know how much weight we want to put on it. But this a notion of God helps people who helps themselves, I think, is, you know, ultimately where I like to live. As Perry was as Perry says, wisdom, what PT says, we don't need faith for situation where wisdom is the solution for real. Kenesha says, don't tempt God's grace and covering. Um Dole, Sir Maria says, now that you've mentioned about being a church baby, that's why I've been all of my feelings when it comes to church. I think they should understand to stay at home and not break the rules of the government. And okay, so it sounds like maybe we're going to rescue the governor. How about that? Shaquaya says, we ain't scared, but we respect COVID, LOL. <laughs> you can get sprayed with Lysol on site. On site, you can get this bleach. How about that? Anointed Air says, I prayed to see miracles like witnessing people cast out infirmity. Yeah. I mean, and I I think the other thing is like, just because we aren't seeing that doesn't mean that it's not happening. I really try to challenge myself on that. You know, people are in, certainly in situations like this, often ask like, where's God in the midst of this? Where's God? In the middle of this natural disaster in the middle of this disease in the middle of this illness And I think just because we feel like we don't see god doesn't mean that god's not working I personally feel like even in the midst of this Extremely challenging time that we are in as a world that I have seen god in the midst of it And i'm one of those people who believe if god is in the midst of it, then he's in all of it It's not like god is working over here in my household, but not working in general I believe that he's working all things together. That doesn't mean that there won't be trauma. That doesn't mean that there won't be disappointment. But if I see God working in any area of my life, then I trust he's working in every area of my life. But that's me. That's me. Adele says, Rescue Him. Those churches must not be able to stream online. That's the other thing, y'all, for real. Like, a lot of churches were not prepared for this. Like, if you, I mean, we do a lot of online ministry. We have our YouTube. Listen, I'm doing this podcast on Facebook. But a lot of churches were not prepared to literally overnight switch their whole congregation to online only. Like, to have the proper, you know, infrastructure, the proper technology, the proper websites built out. And that can be really, scary. And man, what do you do when you're forced into change where you literally don't have any choice, but to change, you got to catch up or get lost, you know? Um And I think one of the things my husband is trying to reach out to pastors, even like his home church where he grew up, that isn't necessarily very tech savvy to try and help them out in any way. So... That's it. I don't know. Naomi says, God is really working. He's in all of it. As you said, I posted this on my WhatsApp status this evening. Tragedy doesn't replace God's presence. I totally agree. Carol Davis says, but I am not rescuing where wisdom is needed. We got to learn to adapt. Okay. So Sherelle Stanley says we can send pool noodles to the church folks who still want to go into the building. I like that. I like that. Let's just give them some pool floaties. We're going to give them some pool floaties. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shaquita says no one was prepared. No one was prepared. Okay. Let's see. Moving on to our next story. Sounds like we're going to do what we can with that couple. Well, with the churches, <laughs> y'all, we need to rescue people who snore guys. Are you, do you snore? First of all, do have people talked to you about your snoring is it loud? let me read you this story this story hit close to home not even gonna lie to you it says a British police department posted a reminder on Twitter not to call the emergency number to report a neighbor for snoring first of all if you are my neighbor and I can if I'm not talking about we sleep in the same room if you are my neighbor and I hear you snoring I'm definitely finna call somebody (laughs) somebody is gonna get this phone call the Essex police communications officer tweeted that Call came in Sunday to the department's 999 emergency number, reporting that the caller could hear someone snoring loudly. An unusual 999 call at this time of day, caller reporting they can hear someone snoring. Advice was given to them, and snoring is never a reason to call 999, no matter how annoying it is. Y'all, can I tell y'all, my husband told me, my husband, the testimony service, is my mic on? Listen, first give an honor to God who is the head of my life. Um, my husband. I woke up one morning, my husband had his AirPods, them new ones with the noise cancellation in his ears. And I said, hey, uh, why you got your AirPods in? Because he was asleep. I was like, you fell asleep with your AirPods in? And he was like, nah, it's just, I woke up in the middle of the night and you were snoring and I wasn't able to get back to sleep. So I put my little AirPods in. And now I was like, I was snoring, like snoring, snoring. Or was it like like, you know how you breathe like a little more heavily. It's not quite a snore, it's just like a, you know, but not like a full on thing. He was like, no, it was pretty, it was pretty much a snore. And, you know, I tried to not let it bother me, but I needed to know the level in which I snored. And I learned that every night, pretty much since then, he's been sleeping with his AirPods in. So here I am trying to live, you know, cause like I can't help the way I sleep you know what I mean I can't there's nothing I can do about that if I could stop snoring I I would but I can't help the way I sleep I don't even know what to do I wish he would nudge me and roll me over or something but I don't know what to do so I went and got me some little breathe right strips right them breathe right strips don't do nothing but help you breathe right more snoring it ain't breathing right to help me not snore I don't know what to do I done got these little things that you put in Amazon you put them in your nostrils they're supposed to open up your thing your, your, your nose things so you can not snore Um, my husband's gonna call 999 on me and tell them that I'm snoring too loud and so I wanted to submit this to the delegation to say can we rescue people who snore I can't help I can't help the way I sleep Kamoy says I snore but it's a little cute snore but you know what that little cute snore is gonna turn into loud it, you know what I mean? I'm just going to drag you down here with the rest of us because you're not going to hit me with your cute snore when I'm talking about my grown man plumber snore. That ain't right. Tasha Society says, LOL, my boyfriend always making fun of me. LOL. I don't ever write. I just listen, but I had to write in. I am not that loud. LOL. He like, you are really loud. I don't believe it. Can I tell you that I don't believe I snore loud? A part of me wants to ask him to record it so that I can hear it. But if I find out that I snore really, really loud, I'm probably going to need therapy. But let me tell you, I don't believe it. I believe in my spirit that I have a cute little light snore that he rolls over and he hears me lightly breathing. And he's like, man, I love her so much. Not that he grabs his AirPods. I think he's being dramatic with these AirPods. And I don't believe it's because I snore this loud. Joyce Donker says, I do the same to people who snore badly. I'll pull them Earpods in my ears and play some music or preaching. Delsimir says I only snore when I am not feeling too good. That's what I said. I used to say that I only snore when I'm like really tired. I don't snore at all. But this. My guy is trying to tell me I snore like it's something I do every single night. Brooklyn says we can rescue those of us that tried to do something. We're not rescuing people who put in AirPods because other people snore. We're rescuing people who snore. You AirPod people found the solution. Y'all y'all rescued. We the ones out here snoring all out. Can I what do you do? What do you do? Justice James says, not rescuing my husband. Snoring is simply unacceptable. And there's a part of me that really knows that snoring is unacceptable, but like I can't help the way I sleep. What are we going to do about this? Can we rescue people who snore? If you put us all together, we'll be fine. Michelle Meyer says, we went to have a sleep apnea test for me and my honey ended up with a CPAP machine. (laughs) What the enemy meant for evil. God says, you're the one who needs this CPAP. Debbie J says, it's okay, SJR. That happened to me too. I literally had to record myself while I sleep so I can hear what they hear. Uh, It's true. I'm loud. Rescue me. (laughs) That's what you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to record myself because if I ask him to record me, I don't want him to know that I know that I snore that loud. I'm going to record myself so that I can just gauge on my own how loud it is. Katrina Shaw says rescue them and send them straight to sleep study, folks. Can someone help us? Sarah Williams says my brother snores and I would put something in his nose so he'd wake up. That's traumatizing. That's, don't do that. That's traumatizing. Nicole says, listen, we are tired in this season, homeschooling kids, working from home, full time cook, maid, and trying to stay slim, sn- slim, thick, snore on, says Nicole. I didn't know you was preaching tonight, but you just said a word. Bruh, I'm tired, okay? <laughs> when I get in this bed and I slap this bonnet on my head, I'm tired. I'm grown man, working truck driver, been up all night on the road, tired when I get in this bed. And if I snore a little, then maybe I should just let him have the AirPods in. Unique says, we can rescue them. However, if I hear my neighbor, I'm calling 999. Can I tell y'all something, though? Like, there's one thing for the person you sleep with to snore loudly. But if you are my neighbor and you're snoring so loudly, I can hear you. We do have a problem. We do have a problem. You know what? Talk to Favor says, can Skillshare teach us how to stop snoring? Let me tell you, Skillshare is actually... Skillshare, I know you're listening because you love the delegation and you have taught so many of us how to do the thing. Can y'all help us? Can y'all do a class for us to, to stop snoring so that we could just live our lives in peace and believe that we sleep like little angels, like on the movies and in music videos on the music videos where the real pretty girls who don't tie their hair up be sleep on the pillow. And they just. <sighs> You know, just that light, sleeping beauty. That's what we want in this season. Skillshare, for those of you who don't know what Skillshare is, by the way, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. I wasn't gonna do this ad right now, but since this mission, Skillshare, here we are. Drawing, writing, and journaling classes can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. So Skillshare is this online learning community. There's thousands of amazing classes that That cover literally dozens of different endeavors, and I like the drawing, writing, and journaling class because I like to journal. Journaling is one of my favorite things to do, and obviously, so many of you know that I enjoy writing. And this can be a great way in this season, in this time, to help manage stress and practice mindfulness. But if you're like some people who don't necessarily enjoy journaling, you've never done it, you need prompts, you need help. Skillshare is there. There are so many ways Skillshare's membership is valuable at this moment. It builds a strong community. You guys are isolated. You're quarantined just like we are. And you want to be surrounded by like-minded individuals. Maybe something has happened during this quarantine isolation season and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I really wish that coming out of this, I was connected with like-minded individuals. You can start that today with Skillshare. They have a strong community of people who are creatives, who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. So you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. You can get two free months. That's right. Skillshare is offering woman evolve listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, you can go to Skillshare.com/slash Evolve. Again, that is Skillshare.com slash Evolve to start your two free months now. Skillshare.com slash Evolve, guys. You want to check that out. Let me tell you something. Skillshare is the bomb. Since my girl slid that in there about snoring, I decided to take advantage of it. Jana Lewis says, every time you mention Skillshare now, I think of the podcast where you transition to their ad while talking about the lady that watered the fake plant for two years. If you guys have not heard that podcast, it was really something special I was doing the podcast with Dr. Nita and Core. it's this season you guys should check it out I was trying to slide in my ads because I like to you know slide in my ads to make them fit with what we're talking about in the moment and they kept cutting me off and I just had to let them out I just had to I just had to let them have it Mimi Bankley says yes rescue we can't help but I didn't believe it until I was recorded so I guess we out here so we're rescuing people who snore okay final answer Kanisha says it's snoring a deal breaker Kanisha, here's the thing about snoring you could Start off not snoring and end up snoring It can't be a deal breaker I can't Help the way I sleep you, now We just got to find a way to work around it I'm gonna put the little things in my nose you can get the Airpods y'all can send me to a sleep there deal breaker How first of all ain't no deal breakers Around here you just gonna have to love me The way that I am I Don't know what to do uh, <laughs> Candace says that podcast was Lit Kiara says that podcast gave me life I'm telling you it's hilarious Okay, so Denise says, what's wrong, snoring or drooling? Snoring, snoring is worse. I could put a towel underneath my mouth for drooling, but if I'm snoring, there's nothing I can do about it. How about that? Your girl says, if you record yourself, let us know how loud you are. I'm going to record myself and I'm going to let you all know, probably during the interview series that you guys just suckered me into doing how loud I end up snoring. New says, why don't women focus on all the amazing things you do every day, 24 seven? We do. That's why we said you're going to get this snoring. Thank you. Okay. Dijon says snoring is the worst. It's fine. It's fine. Denise says my husband and I sleep in a different room because of snoring. That's fine. I'm going to follow my husband to whatever room he tried to sleep in, though. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, bruh, how about this? All right, listen. Um, So we're rescuing people who snore. Final answer from the delegation. Not only are we rescuing them, we are sending the private jet because that's the kind of joy and hope that we need. So let's see. My next story. I want to rescue. I don't know if this is a rescue or Hail Mary. You know what? I'm going to move on to a different one. I'm going to come back to that one. So listen. Okay. We talked about this quarantining with your ex thing for the sake of the children. I think it's beautiful. I want to ask you guys a question though, because I think we need to rescue somebody Um, Emma Hemming has been um, judged harshly in the news and on the media because her husband is quarantining with his ex-wife and their three daughters. Hemming is not quarantining with them. Okay, let me say that one more time because I can see you're confused. You don't understand what I just said. Emma Hemming is married to Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is quarantining with his ex-wife and their three daughters. Not with his wife. We've talked about uh, quarantining for the sake of the family. And that's beautiful. Everybody coming together, putting any potential differences to the side. How do we feel about quarantining, though, however, um, with your ex when your actual spouse stays somewhere else? Huh? I don't know about it. What I will say is this. If I were Emma and everybody decided that we needed to quarantine together, I would my hips would be wherever wherever my husband's hips is gonna be, so nobody else's hips. See my husband's hips. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. What do y'all think? Can we rescue Emma though? Artrice says, "Oh, she's by herself." Do Emma and her husband have kids together? Emma and her. The, for, hold on, because my story said they have children together. Um, let's see. Uh, I can't. I have to read the whole story, and I do Maybe they don't. But what do you all think about this? Is this all right? Are we okay with it? I mean, it's, is it mind your business ministries? Is this where we gonna live? Yeah. No, they have two daughters. That's all right. This is a level of maturity that the delegation will never have. I can tell you right now, as I look at these comments, the delegation will never ever have this level of maturity. Um, I don't know if it's my fault as their leader that I need to do something to help them a little bit more, um, but I don't know. Kitty says, "Why can't she go over there?" I w- hello. I'm here. I brought Pope. Postmates at the door Postmate and your wife Right to your doorsteps How you doing Where you been Brought your oatmeal And your Tylenol Cause I know your head Must be hurting without me When I say There is no possible way There is no possible way I'm not saying We can't all quarantine together But together we gonna be Ain't gonna be no quarantining Without me quarantining I, You can't even quarantine Properly without me Lisa Nelson says That part about Not putting your spouse first That part negative octavia says the devil does work kenisha says now what now absolutely not the kids can come here with us though i'll make sure they facetime you every day when i say we'll do it on a schedule diane says hold up and wait a minute is a is a divorce case we are quarantining all together or you can stay over there forever see and this is how I know the delegation will never be mature enough to have this level of because when I say we quarantine together or you stay over there forever I just don't know if I'm mature enough to not say those things because those are the types of things that I would be willing to say like we are all together or we are not together at all I don't even know what because I'm not even playing about this I'm not going to be sitting up here fighting the devil of COVID by myself while y'all over there and matching pajamas In matching pajamas. Okay. Where are my pajamas? When I tell you I'm coming over and my pajamas match and I'm not playing. I don't know. Cause she says, get this video called every day at two ish, except Tuesday. Tanya says the kids are grown first of all, the, then they got adults some big old adult children. They're going to be fine. Amir says, and that's just that on that. Stay where you at, bruh. Let me tell you, the delegation is not, I know woman evolve. I know woman evolve. Y'all not going to ever be this mature. Kenya says that's a whole word. Three Musketeers ministry. We're, when I tell you we might as well link arms. LaRosa says they are millionaires. I know they have a big enough house. We all together. When I tell you it don't even matter. We could all live in a one bedroom apartment. If you going over there or they come. It ain't going to be no. Set. And you know what? Let me tell you something. As an ex-wife, I think I would say that's not a good idea. Mmm. Mm. mm. Be the kind of woman that sends another woman's husband home. Hmm? Hmm? Be the kind of woman that says not over here. I don't even want that energy. I don't even want that drama over here at my house. If your wife is not coming, you can't come. I don't even want that energy up in my household, up up in my atmosphere. Nah, nah, bruh. Be the kind of woman that sends another woman's husband home. How about that? nisha says rescue and mind your business can we okay so listen are we going to rescue emma uh candy says we need the rescue it's not emma it's us it is us It is us. Jakita says, everyone has a breaking point. This is past that for me. Sorry, grown children, Zoom calls it is. Lisa says, I mean, it's like an excuse to try me. Thou shalt not. You're asking me to go back to who I used to be. You're asking me to be crazy. Have you ever had somebody ask you to go back to being crazy? God has delivered me from crazy. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I go to therapy. I control my emotions. I eat vegan at least three days out of the year. I have a balanced lifestyle out and you're trying to take me back to crazy, I'm not going to let you take me back to crazy. Come home or crazy is coming. If you don't come home, crazy is coming home. But somebody coming home and it's either going to be you or it's going to be crazy. And crazy don't know how to act. Crazy don't mind going to jail. And, and the jails is full anyway. They ain't even going to keep me that long. So crazy, you see how crazy talk, you see how crazy just get to thinking the things and crazy just be out here. That's what crazy is going to do if you don't come home. How about that? Lenore says, thou shall catch these hands. (laughs) Nisha says, LOL, y'all and y'all's feelings. We in our big time feelings. Carlos says, Bruce would be sent to the hospital, not for COVID, but for a head injury. And if I was Emma, I would probably be headed to jail needing to be rescued for show. Kenya says, rescue Emma. And if she decides, what's your agent says? You're asking me to take my earrings and get some Vaseline. That's what you're asking me to do. You're asking me to go back to who I used to be. I don't know. With you was matching pajamas, and let me tell you, sis, this how sis is actually okay with it. So maybe we're not rescuing him because sis commented. They posted their picture, and they little matching pajamas. And sis commented on something like, um, "What she say?" Uh, oh, she's commented, uh, she commented. L- she left a sweet comment, writing alongside green heart emojis at its finest. Family bonding at its finest. Love and miss you guys. And then she's, and I don't say looking good squad. Bet you don't. I bet you don't even. Maybe, you know what? Sometimes you got to make up stories to put your heart at ease. Maybe never mind. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's episode 10. I've been Eve at least 10 of these episodes. I'm going to just not be Eve today. But let me tell you something. Maybe something is because Karina says they need to have an open, honest, vulnerable conversation. Redeemed, hashtag redeemed response. There you go. Okay, hold on. Let me because Eve took over this rescue and I need to marry I need to find that part of me that can carry divinity and I need to find you know what the level of trust that Emma has is inspiring um, Eve. I have you ever had Mary and Eve talking at your same time? Because Mary is talking about she trusts him, and because she trusts him, she can give him this ability. But Eve is saying it ain't even about trust, it's about respect. Okay, um, I don't know who we finna be today. Honestly, we're quarantined, and both of them just drop. Ju- they just jump up in my mind throughout the day. But Mary is saying she, re- you know, trusts and she respects them, and she trusts what they have can withstand the time apart and the quarantining, and that's why she can show up and commend the family only time because of trust now but Eve like I said Eve is like time out respect and I'm confused I don't know what to do um uh, perhaps Janice says we are Eve right now our says if Core were here she would say rescue so we can drop her off at the house you ain't lying I thank you for speaking on behalf of Core. how about that Kenya says how do we know Emma isn't quarantining with someone else. It seems very well with her. So she's first of all yeah. okay. So I like what Core said. Kor, well, play core. fake core. We want fake core to be. We're going to rescue Emma so we can take her by the house. Mauricia says, "Girl, Mary is grown, grown, and Eve is bad at bad. Eve is bad at bad. It." I'm a soldier. Says Emma got a man. Emma's got her man. Do. Ring quarantine. You like that? Y'all like it when I sing or not? Nah? <laughs> okay. Um. So <laughs> Kimberly says let that trust rescue her. So are we going to rescue so that she can be dropped off or are we going to mind our business because we don't understand it or are we going to rescue ourselves because we could never handle this and we need to grow up? Y'all tell me what we finna do. Shaquaya says... Don't make me go back to my old ways. I've been delivered. I have been delivered. Olivia Olive says we can't rescue her. Maybe she's at her parents, so they can't. So can they come too? Yes, they can come too. Yes, they can come too. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> Somebody says she happy. Let her stay. Okay. Fake core. All right. Sounds like we going with fake core. We rescuing so we can drop her off. Ashley says, come on with the Tony Braxton down." Y'all forgot I have them vocals. <laughs> How did y'all forget that I am a vocalist and a rapper and a poet? You didn't even know it. Anthony says, I'm going to rescue myself. Okay. We're going to rescue ourselves. Forget it. Mind your business ministries. We're going to rescue ourselves and move on because this is asking too much of us and we don't understand, okay? So, yes. Those are all of our rescues for today. We're ending this podcast with rescuing ourselves. I want y'all to know, though, one thing about them tables is they always in because y'all have rescued me a few episodes this season. Y'all have told me I was out of line and I was cutting up and y'all kept saying y'all was going to rescue me. But look at them tables and turn. Now everybody got to get rescued. Everybody is rescued. OK, so moving on to Hail Mary. Hail Mary is when we take a minute and just, you know what? We say, listen. We see what you're doing out here, and it's making the world a better place, and we shall appreciate you. Maybe it's not totally making the world a better place, but it's adding joy to the world. There are all types of level of Hail Mary, and I want to give a Hail Mary to a Michigan couple whose wedding plans were thrown into chaos by the coronavirus pandemic, and they wanted the pews to be full during their ceremony, but... Obviously, they aren't allowed to have gatherings. They had 160 people were supposed to be attending their wedding, but the lockdown left them with an empty guest list. So for the sake of their pictures and photographs, what they decided to do instead was have cardboard cutouts for the wedding. And if you guys have not seen this picture... It is blessed and highly favored. This couple is at the end of the aisle giving their vows to one another. And while they're giving their vows to one another, it looks like the room is full of people and they are straight up cardboard cutouts. And you know what? You got to do what you got to do in this season and don't let nobody stand in your way. Somebody says cardboard really? Yes cardboard cut out sitting up in the pews looking like it was a packed house. Lamaya says who has the time? We do because we're quarantined and isolated we have the time to cut out these (laughs) Phyllis says it's enough for me do not be surprised if next time y'all log in to activate I got cardboard cutouts and I'm going to just tag y'all's faces on it so y'all change y'all's Facebook profile pictures to, and your YouTube pictures and your Instagrams to the ones y'all want me to see because I'm so tired of preaching let me tell you I love I love preaching God's word, but it is so hard preaching in an empty room that I saw these cardboard cutouts and I said to myself, this ain't a bad idea. I'm about to start cutting y'all's faces on this stuff. Let me tell you, did they try and shut Woman Evolved Conference down? I'm going to take your pictures and cut them onto that cardboard on them seats and y'all going to be sitting at that conference. So, Willis says, real creative. I support. Jewel says extreme much potentially, but who are we to judge? Christy Grieg says got a live studio audience. Cache says, let me get a front row See Y'all tell me where y'all want to sit sit. Y'all tell me where y'all want to sit and we're going to have this together. Chantel says, I probably would have just postponed the wedding. I would have done the same thing, but you got to admit, it's pretty clever. I thought it was funny. Desiree says, no, ma'am, go to the courthouse and have a wedding later. <laughs> Kenyari says, hail Mary. They needed holy witnesses. I thought it was pretty funny and it at least added some joy. There are so many clever things that I've been seeing during this quarantine coronavirus season that I thought that was one worth sharing. Mir says i like when you preach to the camera sis. i be feeling like you talking to me that someone else told me that they said that they don't know if they really enjoy this uh preaching into the camera thing because now there's no way that they can be like oh she talking to somebody else no i'm looking right at you catch says i rebuke shutting the conference down i've been waiting for the 2020 conference since i left denver in july i rebuke it too sis i, I rebuke it every single day Every single day I wake up rebuking it. Just so you guys know you're waiting for an update, I'm waiting on one, too. I'm watching things as they progress. I'm hoping that the ban will be lifted so that we can all be together soon. And that's where I'm resting my hope right now. If something changes, y'all will be the first to know. But right now, I'm resting my hope on God. Do it. Do it, Jesus. Do it, Jesus. Okay, so... That was one Hail Mary. Oh, the second one. Y'all, did y'all watch the Clark sisters on Lifetime? The legendary Clark Sisters became Lifetime's highest rated movie since 2016 with 2.7 million viewers, said Deadline. The Clark Sisters, the first ladies of Gospels, aired this past weekend on the Lifetime Movie Network, detailing the iconic story of the group's rise to fame. For those of y'all who don't know the Clark Sisters, they are legendary gospel singers that really created, harmonizing. Well, their mom, Maddie Moss Clark, really... Define what it means to harmonize in a way that change girl groups and women's groups forever But they also have this like phenomenal story about how they all came together. Let me tell you something I um am in Los Angeles. My family is in Texas. And so they got to watch it before I did. One thing I want to say to you guys is like, they were sending me all of the spoiler alerts before I could see it air on my coast. But when I tell you, I stayed up to watch every second of it in spite of the spoiler alerts. And it was phenomenal. One, I think there's something about seeing, you know, a culture that you can connect to. I'm not Kojic, but I am a church girl. So like seeing a culture that I so intimately connect with displayed on television and some of the nuances of what it was like for them to rise to the level that they did and what they had to face within themselves as a group, what they had to face as a church community, and even just growing and evolving from one stage of life to another was really, really good. Naomi says, I didn't see it yet, but I will waiting on my fire stint. I don't know about that. Is that illegalities? I don't know about that. Devonna says, I watched it on Cora's Instagram stories. Let me tell you about Cora and her Instagram stories. You're going to get the full picture. If you follow Cora on Instagram and she's live tweeting any show or any event and you weren't able to attend, just go on Cora's Instagram story because she's going to show you every single second of it. Goldie says, I would love to see it. It was so good. Chloe says... Uh, Brittany says yes Positivity says yes I watched it about four times LOL It was amazing Hail Mary to the production team And actors Tishana says I don't care what them Don't know God Folks do Sister Dr. Maddie Bless my soul And the actress I think her name is Anjanae Who played Sister uh, (laughs) Maddie Moss Clark Was Amazing Zakia says it gave an insight to a perfectionist mom who sees much potential in her daughter's church kids' problems. Mm-hmm. Bianca Johnson says, I did not watch it, but I will be following Core on Instagram. Core is going to put every second of everything on her Instagram story. Jana says, Let me tell you, watching TV with Core, Core had me cracking up the way she hollered seven when DC showed up at the funeral with her kids. Y'all have got to see it. The air says, when Cora sung with them, she took me to church. Cora know how to do a little singing now. Um, I didn't get that. Well, I mean, I did. I got my Tony Braxton thing. shebra says, if you're wearing pants, you probably smoking reefer, too. That's a line from one of the movies. When I tell you guys, it was really good. You got to check it out. That was Lifetime, and I'm sure there are probably a few different ways to watch it. I think Hulu was one of them as well. But, yeah, you guys got to check it out. It's really good. Another Hail Mary story this week said is from the Good News Network. I like to find all different types of sources for our good news and it's when students was when a student was having trouble with math homework, the teacher gave her a private lesson from her front door. A middle school teacher from South Dakota is being praised for going above and beyond the call of duty to help one of his students with her math homework, all while respecting social distance guidelines. Last week, 12 year old Riley Anderson had been having trouble understanding how to graph an algebraic function. In addition to her school being closed amidst the coronavirus shutdowns, her parents weren't home to help her with the equations. And her mom has apparently had a history of getting the algebra questions wrong anyway. Let me tell you something about y'all expecting these parents to teach these kids. I don't know what y'all gonna do in August. Cause any of kids that I gotta teach, come August, you might as well start them over. You might as well start them all the way over. Um, I know some of you guys are out here beasting it. You've got the lesson plan. You have literally become a teacher. And I think that that's beautiful. I just, I'm saying I wouldn't put all of my money on the education that my children are receiving at my house because I don't know. I served my time. I barely slid through some of these algebra classes, some of these chemistry classes. I don't really know what to tell you. And then to be sitting up helping a child with homework so they can turn around and tell you that's not how we do it in class. Sis, you're not in class. Let me tell you about me saying sis my four-year-old daughter ella now says sis all the time um because i say sis to her when she asks me to do something I'm like sis girl no okay my husband asked her to do something that he was she said sis no <laughs> ella called my husband sis i need help she needs help can y'all rescue us but let me tell y'all something come august september whenever y'all want to start these school y'all might as well just you know how y'all say them first few weeks are for review before you learn the new material wouldn't count on it Wouldn't count on it. Them first few weeks gonna be new. New material, new everything, okay? Adrian Kelly says, with my son, I was lost by fourth grade with math. My daughter is in the fifth grade. I don't even know what to tell you. First of all, why are you doing algebra already in the fifth grade? I didn't do algebra till ninth grade. What are they doing in the school system? Kendra says, they don't even do math the same way we did. And then the kids have the nerve to tell you, if you're telling me this is not how we do it at school, then you don't really need my help anyway. Do it yourself. This homeschooling is drawing a line in the sand with these family relationships. Stop asking asking me to help you if you already know how to do it. You're going to do it the way I know how to do it or you ain't going to do it at all or you're going to go on the internet. And I don't know what to tell you. Charisma says, they be giving us way too much homework and expect us to understand it all. <laughs> Nisha says, I'm rescuing Ella and you. I told y'all I need rescuing. Anastasia Williams says, I have a senior in statistics and I'm lost. A senior in statistics? There's nothing I can do to help you. And let me tell you something. It is a testament to the world that we live in That I can't help you with statistics And yes I, I'm still out here with a roof over your head That means that the statistics show That even if you don't have statistics You can still feed somebody Because I don't know any statistics And yet you have food in your belly I wouldn't worry about it And then in Los Angeles They passed this thing with the county Where they're not going to give anyone a an F Yeah I reckon not Because if you're going to pass out grades I'm going to tell you right now mine's is failing Nia says statistics is made by the devil College statistics is the reason reason why I dropped out of college in general. I wanted to be an accountant. There was this one class, a statistics class that I had to take in order to get into the business school of my university and that class was so hard. I took it two times. I failed it two times and do you know the year that I graduated, the year that I dropped out of college that very next year, they ended up having a prerequisite for that statistics class because so many people failed it. If I would have been the activist that I am now, I would have marched right up to the dean's office and said no sir try again but instead I dropped out of college and started waitressing at a strip club because I have extremes whatever Karina says had to take it twice had to take it twice Carolyn says, my son is in statistics in the sixth grade. I didn't have it until freshman year of college. That's when I had it. Latoya says, I love the office you made for the podcast. I'm doing what I can. I put a little flower up here for y'all. Nicole Ferguson said, no Fs and the grades are not going towards their GPA. So what is going to happen in August? This is what I'm thinking about with this corona stuff. It's just like, what is going to happen in August? So we're not going to grade them. They're not going to get any Fs. And yet August is coming. Are they going to go to the next grade? They, they're not gonna my I I can only speak for kids that I would be teaching. They're not gonna be ready. Not nobody I got to teach. Uh newer says they make it so complicated. Basically, it's zero to ten, just moving on different levels, ten, twenty, thirty. That's it's is you talking about statistics? Does that sound like counting? Crystal Porter says, I am learning as I teach my children. Child, I am praying every day I can keep a sane mind. You have to. I'm learning and then teaching it to them. Akilah says, the new math is low down and dirty. Octavia says, thank you guys. I feel so much better that I failed that class. Listen, uh, SRJ, where did you study theology? I went to a ministry school that my father has as a part of the Potter's House of Dallas. So I went back for that. It's a two-year program. I made it, though. Wynn Briscoe says, took three statistics, three times, never passed with above a C. Yeah, then at court, oh, my sister's on court, says Tuga will be ready, but Amari might probably need a reset. Tuga, because Tuga's what? Going into the first grade? Tuga's going to be ready. Heck, Ella's going to be ready. But Kenzie I don't even know what to tell you. Amari's going into what, the seventh grade? Amari's, my niece Amari is supposed to be going into the seventh grade. I don't even know what to tell you. Um, so, how did this start? Oh, a Hail Mary to that math teacher. So, we thank you, math teachers who are going above and beyond, because you already know that we are at home struggling last thing i want to give last person i want to give a hail mary to is a fedex driver who knew a customer's daughter was immunocompromised and did the kindest deed when delivering her package he sanitized the box so this couple has like a little uh, ring camera outside of their door and there's this sign before you ring the doorbell that says oh where's the full story it says uh, we have a sign on our door for packages as our 11 year old daughter is a type one diabetic. Our Federal Express Guide delivery guy wrote this on our box. I sanitized your box once. I've seen the note on your door and you can tell that he used sanitizer wipes on the box. It's amazing. So the sign says someone in the house has oh my whole thing. My internet. Someone in this house has an autoimmune disorder. And so he wiped the box down and they literally have him on camera dropping the pack, seeing the sign, wiping it down. And I thought that that was so dope. That's what I mean by like, I know it's a tough season and we see all types of things that can be scary and challenging, but to also see kids I mean I'm sorry I'm still thinking about homeschooling kids and I see these comments going but to also see people who are going the extra mile to make sure that love and kindness stays in the world in spite of the fear is really inspiring so yes hail Joseph to that FedEx driver Cora Jakes Coleman says I saw that so great Jewel says Oh bless him Naomi says, You're an awesome speaker. Oh, thank you. She said, I listen to you every morning. Lanisha says, Math doesn't <laughs> change 30 times in minimum wage. Not very many. True. So that is Hail Mary. I know it's hard Because so many people Are tired of hearing About the coronavirus But it's also like Not many other things That I can find stories on Right now But I definitely Wanted to share things That are putting more Kindness in the world Like that math teacher Like the FedEx driver And I think holding On to those things When you start to feel scary And you start to feel Like the world Is headed towards This dark place To remember that that There are people Who are shining their light You know And I know that It's challenging That's not an excuse To not um, deal with Your own emotions in your feelings especially during something like this uh, like I said even Friday when we were doing communion and communion was over and it just hit me like, I'm not going to be able to have the resurrection Sunday that I'm used to having. And, you know, I know it's tradition and I in the grand scheme of things, like those things don't matter, like getting dressed up. And, you know, I guess, I mean, they matter, but they're not like what that Sunday is all about when it's ultimately about the resurrection power of Jesus and the hope that we have through him. And so that is the core of what the day represents. But still, I felt like this sad I had this highest version Of myself that was talking about You know that's not what it's about and this is Going to be great for you and the family but I still had this Part of me that was sad and I allowed myself To feel my feelings and be emotional Before turning my face toward Towards the direction of hope that I was supposed to have but sometimes You need a little help getting out of your rut And I want to offer you guys A sponsor that I've offered you in the past This is you know at least our Last podcast doing it the way that we're Used to doing it and so I want to make Sure that I'm giving you guys some tools during off season, and that is through BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that where you can speak to licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, anxiety, sleeping. I wonder if they can help me stop snoring, anger, self esteem, stress, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, and grief. You can text them, you can do video calls, and you can even do phone sessions with them. So it's literally very convenient. You can make it work around your lifestyle. If you're in the bathroom most of the day, like I am for your private time, then you can go in there with your phone and send out a text message to your therapist when you need some time just recalibrating and remembering to stay centered and focused. You can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. You know, our podcast fave, Dr. Anita, who has a podcast coming out. Uh, I'll make sure to tell you guys all the details on that. But Dr. Anita was a counselor on BetterHelp. And the best part of all is that it is a truly affordable option for therapy. Okay, so they have financial aid available for those who qualify. So don't let the idea that you can't afford therapy keep you from at least investigating and seeing what you can do. But beyond that, it's pretty affordable. Affordable, and you can get 10% off because you listen to the Woman Evolve podcast. All you have to use is use the discount code evolve so you can get started today. Go to betterhelp.com/evolve, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com/evolve. Anything you share is confidential, so you don't have to worry about, you know, people not minding their business while helping you mind your business. And there's something if there's something that's interfering with your happiness or it's preventing you from achieving your goals, it may not just be a rut you're in. You may need a little help coming out of that rut and better help is there for you. So hope that you guys get a chance to check that out because therapy is clutch. And in seasons like this, our emotions can be all over the way. So let's see. um, (laughs) Jewel is thinking about that. Uh, never missing a Sunday too. She says, but it sure was weird as a PK. Like I said, he'd never missed a resurrection Sunday and I'm almost 40 and I'd never miss one. It definitely felt different for sure. It did. So uh, somebody said, I'm a soldier says we need mind your business t-shirts. Listen, I'm going to make it happen. It needs to happen ASAP pronto. So listen, uh, the other thing that I want to do is make sure that you guys are able to, get Dr. Anita's podcast. Dr. Anita has a podcast, the Woman Evolve podcast and brand is extending into having a podcast network. And Dr. Anita is going to be a part of that network. So I want you guys to make sure that you look up her podcast. It's called Into the Light. And it is wherever podcasts are available or search her name in your podcast box so that you guys can get plugged in. Now it's time for the advice section of our segment of our podcast. And I got some stories here that I want to share with you that I think we need the delegation's input on. These stories came in on my Instagram, and I think it's really uh, one of them is really a worthy discussion for us to have because it talks about vulnerability. And a lot of times we struggle with being vulnerable and we don't exactly know what it feels like. So I'm going to read the question and then we are going to see what the delegation says about that hey good sister i listened to your sermon yesterday the final product and i had and i gave myself to the lord and asked him to get down in those hurt slash broken places and today i feel it's hard to describe it's more like vulnerable i don't know i have this tingly feeling in my chest am i doing this right so i want to tell you yes you are doing this right vulnerability is when we take our walls down when we allow ourselves to really really feel and to face our pain and our brokenness and for me I hold that you know, decision, that openness, that awareness in my body. And it does make you feel really fragile. Part of the reason why we don't like being vulnerable is because we don't like that feeling of being fragile. But if we do not practice vulnerability at minimum with ourselves and in our relationship with God, then we will never fully know ourselves or fully experience God's presence in a way that transforms our lives. It is when God gets down into those feelings that you hold in your body. Those emotions that you hold in your body that you're able to really allow yourself to be open to his presence So it's really laying yourself out And what I have found to be so powerful is to worship from that place. So, you know, like we can worship from this place of like, oh, God is so good. And like from this maybe religious, even obligation of worship. But God wants that feeling that you get when you say, man, that really hurt me beyond hurt me. It changed me. And I don't know who I am anymore. And I don't know if I can continue to live the way that I'm living. If you're maybe used to living with your walls up and used to not allowing yourself to feel, I want to challenge you. You to listen to that message that I preached on Thursday. It's called The Final Product. But vulnerability opens you up. Grief opens you up. And we get to choose whether or not we dive into those emotions to really sort them out and come to a place of peace or whether we just bury them and ex- pretend like they don't exist. When we end up burying them and pretending like we don't exist, pretending that they don't exist, we end up losing a part of ourselves that we ultimately need to be connected with God and to the world with those pieces of ourselves. So vulnerability is hard. And people tell me all the time, like, oh, you're so good at being vulnerable. And I don't know that I feel like I'm like good at being vulnerable. I just came to this place, like after I went through my divorce where I was just like tired of pretending. Like I had to pretend in my (laughs) pfft <laughs> adolescence and my teenage years and my young adult years I had to pretend so much pretend that I was okay after my teen pregnancy pretend that I was okay being TDJ's daughter even though I'd had these mistakes pretending that I was okay dropping out of college pretending that I was okay that I was in this toxic relationship pretending that I was okay that I didn't know who I am and didn't know what my worth or value was and I just got so tired of pretending and I finally allowed myself to say I'm hurt and I'm angry and I'm a upset and I feel like I have no worth and I feel like I have no value. And I had to really sit in that because as much as I thought that I was doing a good job of pretending, that pain was showing up in my decision-making. And when that pain shows up in your decision-making, it changes how you show up in the world. And so I want to challenge you guys to face your emotions at any given time, right? Like, so sometimes when you end up living confined and restricted, you can have moments where you could really be experiencing joy and happiness, but because you don't allow yourself to feel, you don't get to feel anything at all. Not even those moments where you have peace, where you have joy, where you look at your husband and you're like, man, I'm grateful for you. When you do silly things and you do, you know, beautiful things for your friendships and your other relationships, because you are so present with yourself in the moment that you're in, that you get to express from the core of who you are and not from Life has made you become So there are so many um, Beautiful things About vulnerability But you do have to risk Feeling that Like open oh gosh, I could be broken. I'm fragile. I I feel emotional. I feel sensitive. I want to be loved. I need a hug. Like we don't want ourselves to be needy, right? But until we are willing to like really open ourselves up to how we feel, we can't even determine who should be in our life and what we really need from moment to moment. Because sometimes you think you need a drink, or you need to sleep with somebody because can we have a real conversation? Like sometimes you think you need X, Y, and Z, but you don't really need that. You just want something to help you maintain the numbness that allows you to go through your life. When what you really need is to be open to feeling the pain and the discomfort and frustration that has been chasing you since life kept shifting and turning into something that you didn't enjoy. And until you turn around and say, I'm not running from life anymore. I'm running into life head first And I want to know who I am I want to know what these feelings and emotions are Then you're going to be on the outside looking in Of your life And sis, ain't nobody got time for that Monica Dorsey says Yeah, you're really authentic and transparent And it helps me embrace the unknown About my own career and life I think that you guys help me with that you guys help me to be authentic because you create an environment. But I do think there's something powerful about like creating your own environment because what I have learned in creating my own environment of vulnerability is that when people come into my world, they have to live in that environment of truth and vulnerability. Like I literally don't have friendships and relationships that cannot fit in that authentic authenticity and vulnerability. It's I just, I don't know how to pretend like it's okay. I don't know how to make it seem like it's cool when it's not so like I do have uh, moments even when you know people ask me like you know well why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that I'm like because it didn't feel real to me and if it doesn't feel, feel real then I can't do it I have to make stuff feel real when we first started doing these ads at the beginning of this podcast it felt so was it this beginning of this podcast or the season before that I think it was season five like it felt so weird doing it the first season and I was just like man I gotta find a way to make this real for me or I'm not going to do it at all that's let's name this podcast find a way to make it real you got to find a way to make it real like we're being quarantined we're being isolated it feels awkward and this kind of has to do with my snack but I'm gonna give it to you anyway but you got to find a way to make this thing real you can't be so obsessed with the way things used to be that you're longing for it or wondering when it's going to be over that you're reaching towards something that hasn't happened You got to find a way to make this real and to show up fully in this moment. But that's right. Kim Johnson says, I'm so terrible, horrible with being transparent, working in it, working on it though. You know, I think you have to be transparent with yourself. Transparency is not necessarily about letting other people in. It starts with being real with yourself. Because when you lack transparency and authenticity, the first person you lie to is yourself. You say, I'm okay. You say, I didn't need that person anyway. You say, I'm going to be all right. Like you say all of these things to yourself. And that's the first person you lie to. And then it's easier for you to lie to other people. But when you start to be truthful with yourself first about how you feel, about what someone did to you, like, Man, like I can remember Tell him, oh, but he's a good person. Oh, but he's going to do this and do that. But when you're honest with yourself, you start saying stuff like, no, that was messed up. <laughs> like, you got to tell yourself the truth, right? It doesn't mean that you have to necessarily make a decision based on your truth, but it's hard to hear the truth and not begin to make decisions. And so, if you're struggling with transparency and authenticity, I want you guys to start being transparent and authentic with yourself first. Adrian says, you have mastered working in those ads. Man, it's been a struggle, but I, I tried to make it happen. Uh, Let's see. Amir says sometimes being vulnerable is hard because I don't know if the brokenness can be fixed. So I just leave my issues alone, but I'm trying. The brokenness can be fixed. The brokenness will be fixed. The brokenness must be confronted and it must be loved. You got to find a way to love your brokenness into wholeness, not condemning yourself because of what you've done, but to literally love yourself into wholeness. Tamika says, I started working on being transparent and recently reverted back and I know I need to continue to work on it. Start with yourself first. I think you're being transparent even in this In this um, comment section To say that I started there but I'm Not there anymore Tamika I would If I were you and I needed to work on getting Back to that transparency I would start to Ask myself when did that happen Because most of the time when we stop being Transparent and we stop being authentic We end up telling ourselves um, Something happened to us And we tell ourselves I can't afford to be open Anymore I can't afford to be transparent Anymore you got to figure out what happened To you obviously we got to have This better help sponsor so there's an opportunity there for you to really dig in, but to really pinpoint when did that change? Was it when I lost the job? Was it when we got into that argument? Was it when my mother said X, Y, and Z? When did I stop being transparent? When did I learn that it wasn't okay for me to be who I am? When did I learn that me being who I am could cause problems and issues? When did I start learning that it was easier to pretend? And I think if you can pinpoint that, that that will help you to really start dealing with those emotions and feelings that created the wall that you're in. Anointed Air says, my therapist told me to practice not shrinking myself to stay in spaces. That is a word, word, word. She Living says, I didn't know how to merge ministry and media, but you make it work and oh, inspiring. Thank you. I'm being... Just trying to do, do me, be authentic to me. I wanted to create a podcast that I would listen to. Barbie Douglas says, people tell me that I'm too real, but that's the only way I accept me. I hate fakeness. I understand. All right, so that was a long answer to that question, but I hope that that helps. Let's see. I have one more question from the del, from the delegation. Hey, sis, I know you are a very busy and sought after woman of God, but I had a question for you. How do you know if you can let someone you have history with and trusted back into your life? My ex and I broke up almost a year ago and it was very hard for me and hasn't been much communication between us since. Recently, he has been reaching out to me. I don't know if I should keep him out of my life because of the fact that I am still hurt, or if I could even let him back in contingent upon the fact that eventually I can get over the pain of it all. So, you know, to be 100 with you, sis, I think you better leave him alone. I think that if someone is supposed to be in your life, that you will have so many God confirmations that you will just be asking me, how do I Choose faith instead of fear But it sounds like you know That you're in a hurting place You know that you don't necessarily believe That letting this relationship in Is going to be healthy To your journey of wholeness And if I were you I would get serious about my wholeness I would get aggressive And selfish about my wholeness A lot of times people try to A lot of times people try to use This guilt trip against you Like we can just be friends We can just be friends I don't have to be friends with everybody I'm not ready to be friends yet I need some time to take care of myself And you got to be willing to do that so that you can take care of yourself so I definitely want to challenge you to resist the need to go back into what you know that comfortable flow that you know you guys can get into and instead still deal with that will still deal with the hurt and loneliness that you guys um, that you experience as a result of that relationship ending You're not ready. If you were ready, you would be ready. (laughs) You would know you were ready. But you wouldn't feel like, should I let him in even though I'm still hurt? And I don't know why you guys' relationship broke up. You know, I don't know what the nuances were with that relationship. But if you're hurting, I think the worst thing you can do is invite someone into your healing process who was a part of your hurting process. If someone was supposed to be a part of healing you, then they would not be isolated from you and then come back to you while you're still hurting. I think that you're going to be able to heal from these hurts by yourself. And you got to know how to heal by yourself. Let me tell y'all something. You Part of the reason why we be big on love yourself, get to know yourself, whoop dee whoop woo is because you got to know what you need when you need to be healed. When you get married, when you start building a family, when you start doing building businesses, X, Y and Z, you're going to have moments when you're hurt. You're going to have moments when the loan doesn't come through when the business shuts down. And the last thing you need is a distraction to keep you from being whole. You got to understand what it takes for me to get on the path to healing. What do I need? Do I need to get into my word? Do I need to take a minute and start loving on myself again? Do I need to connect with my core? Those are things that you can only learn by yourself. No one is going to walk through the door with your healing. Now, someone can come in and reveal to you an area where you still have more healing to do, but they will be adding another layer to the work that you have already done. Do not ask someone to build you up from your brokenness. Only you and God can do that. If someone can build you up from your brokenness and they can tear you down from your brokenness as well, you got to be willing to get your own handyman belt, okay, your own tools and be willing to work on yourself because marriage is about partnership. It's not about parenting. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Marriage is partnership. It's not parenting. And you got to be able to know what you need in order for your marriage and your relationships and your friendships to be healthy. You know, so I really want to encourage you to not just let him in because you hurt. Denise says, uh, oh, she's thanking for the messages. Emily says, I will love on myself again. I will do my work just says a word. Whit Warren says, yes, healing starts with you. Rose Jackson says, don't let what hurt you be a part of your healing. And I want to say, like, I want to make sure that I'm clear about that. You know, what hurt you or whatever happened in your relationship that hurts you was separated from you. You've been almost a year without this person and you're still hurting. And now you're tempted to bring someone back into the equation when you haven't yet figured out the hurt, you haven't yet figured out how to heal and move forward. And I'm telling you to not invite the same person who was a a part of that hurt to still be in your hurt if that person is going to be in your life, they need to be a part of the healed version of who you are right now. You're too open to have a relationship with someone who potentially infected you in the first place. And you can't see clearly because you're hurting when we're hurt. We don't see clearly, clearly we don't make the best decisions. And so until you come to a place where you are healed enough and whole enough to invite that person into your world, I say don't do it. Denise Turner says your words have been encouraging. Thank you. Latifa says don't invite a bacteria in into a cut that's being healed him being the bacteria and you being and you healing being the cut that's a word Ari says work on yourself versus and your kids focus on yourself uh jennifer says this is awesome sarah dix roberts you give great information thank you guys heather says marriage is a partnership not parenting that oof, let me tell you ashley williams says don't be so eager to run back to the thing that broke you and Jessica Quay says, thank you so much Alright guys, you know what I always say When people are going through a breakup I said this once and I will say it again If you've never heard it I think the best thing that you can do When you're going through a breakup Is to distract yourself with yourself Of course I want you to get closer to God Of course I want you to read your word And I want you to fill your head with the truth Of what God says about who you are And who you can become right? But I also know that 24-7 That that can be challenging That you're still a person That you still want to have you know, connection And you still want to feel like you're growing and evolving. And so I always tell c- single people who are going through a season of loneliness or whatever to distract yourself with yourself. That means to really dive into these areas where you feel like you want to improve. So maybe you do want to get your body together. Maybe you want to learn to cook. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to travel the world. Like start planning to distract yourself with those desires that have been down on the inside of you and proving to yourself that you don't need to wait to have a partner in order to accomplish things that are important to you. Sometimes we have this vision of what our life is going to look like, like, oh, when I get here, then I'll do X, Y, and Z. But what if you start doing that now, right? Like what if you don't have to have this perfect white picket fence before you decide you want to go to Italy or before you decide that you're going to learn to cook, like start working on those things that mean something to you now so that you don't feel like your life is on pause waiting for this next stage. The next stage begins when you put in the work to move to that next stage. Okay. Oh, uh, so part of the way, if you've decided that that's what you're going to do though, you're going to be distracting yourself with yourself. I've got a tool for you. That's right. You know how I am. I'm always trying to make sure that my girls are taken care of. If one of your goals is to make a lifestyle change with your body and you're like, you know what? I want to get my body together. I don't even want to call it a diet because I've already tried a thousand diets. What I really want is to have a lifestyle change. Then sis, I got the app that's finna change your life. And it's called Noom. Noom is about getting in shape. Not having to be about a specific amount of weight or a magic number on the scale. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. If fitting into that favorite pair of jeans is your goal, great. But there are many reasons you might want to practice self-care and every person is different. So... I, had to, I think I told y'all during this podcast that I asked my friend to take my scale out of my house because I was just tired of getting on that scale every single day multiple times out of the day and beating myself up or patting myself on the back, depending on what the number was. I didn't want to be locked into the scale. I wanted to make some decisions for myself that would be healthy and organic to who I am. And then Corona came and now I'm resetting again to figure out what my rhythm is like in this flow. And Noom is helping me do that. Noom uh, helps you to name your specific goals you want to achieve or have achieved. And it allows you to really begin to work towards whatever that place of peace is going to be for you. I love the Noom app because it's built in like psychology. So it's not just about like what's the number, how many calories, but it really wants to know about your lifestyle. Like what do you do most of the day? What is your reason behind losing weight? What will this mean to you? So it really gets into your mind. It's a habit changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Noom doesn't tell you what to do and what not to do. It teaches you how to look inside your own mind and make better decisions for yourself. You're a human though. And if you go off track, there's no shaming. There's no one who's like, sis, you know, you're supposed to die. There's just tips to help you get back on your on track for tomorrow. So If you want to check out Noom, you can um, figure out the free offer that they are offering to Offering to our listeners by going to noom.com/evolve. That is noom n o o m dot com/evolve, and you can start your trial today. You've got nothing to lose but a bad attitude about food. They didn't ask me to say that, but that rhymed, and I'm a rapper, and I just got to give it to you how I feel it. Okay, visit noom.com/evolve to start your trial today. That's noom.com/evolve. Okay, how about that? Okay, so it's snack time in the sanctuary. And snack time is when I just share with you guys what God has been saying to me and how I am learning and growing in this season. And it really goes back to what I said during the advice question. So there is this weird, odd, in-between stage that we're in right now. So we're not exactly out of the woods of this coronavirus pandemic but we're a little far from the way things used to be. And we're beginning to kind of understand that things haven't changed in some time, that it may be still some time before things get back to what we deem as normal. And I think that sometimes when we're in these in-between stages of life, right, we're waiting for our life to resume. And I really felt like as I was in this season a couple weeks ago, that it really became important to me to not wait for someone else to uh, tell me when my life can resume. My life can resume within the parameters of the reality that I live in right now. But everything doesn't have to be on pause, right? So I think the trauma of what this virus has done to us is going to come to us in waves, right? We're going to have some moments where it's like, man, this world is completely different. And what's going to happen? And we're going to have those moments where anxiety builds in. And you know, what we got to do, we got to breathe those moments in, we got to let them have their moment. And then we got to breathe them out. If you listen to the thing that I did with Essence, one of the things that I said is to take notes of things that you do every day that you would have been doing regardless of coronavirus, right? I brushed my teeth. I woke up this morning. I got dressed. There are things in your life that coronavirus has not changed. And we got to be thankful for those things because there are a lot of things that they have changed that, that coronavirus has changed. But When we're in this in-between stage, I want you guys to be intentional about really looking within yourselves and deciding what have I put on pause during this season that doesn't have to be on pause. They may have changed the way I go to the store. They may have changed the way I work. It may have even changed the way that I parent my children, but it has paused some things that are unnecessary. What can we do to look at those things? Did it pause the pursuit of you learning a new skill? Did it pause the pursuit of you looking for a therapist? Did it pause the pursuit of you wanting to work on your marriage? If you wanting to build your business? Because I think that we will be really upset with ourselves if we look back and we allowed coronavirus to infect parts of our lives that it couldn't even actually touch. You know what I mean? Like coronavirus affects our bodies, right? It affects our our ability to move in our world, but it doesn't have to affect our relationship with God. It doesn't have to affect us wanting to learn another language. It doesn't have to affect a lot of other things. And so for me personally, like I started taking meetings. So like for the first few weeks, you know, everyone's like, Oh, let's just get on zoom. Oh, let's let's just get on zoom. And I was kind of like, well, I'm stressed. (laughs) So I don't want to get on zoom. So I'm going to put a pause here. I'm going to put a pause there. I'm going to put a pause everywhere. And that's where I'm going to live for a minute." and then... I started really thinking to myself like okay Well maybe I can take one meeting you can Ease into it it doesn't have to be overnight But you got to take time to really Look at what did I put on pause when all Of this happened that I can resume right Now I feel like productivity Productivity is really important That it reminds us that though a lot Of things are out of our control there are Some things that can progress And that will only progress if we Roll up our sleeves and do them And so I'm hoping that you guys Can uh, join me in this next few weeks right so I'm going to work on the interview podcast next week hopefully I'll be able to get one done but uh, in the meantime since we won't be connecting the way that we're used to connecting here I want you to unpause okay take a minute and show up in your life again in a way that excites you in a way that makes you feel like you're making progress in a way that's patient and kind I'm not asking you to, to become something that you've never been before I'm just asking you to be willing to start Okay, just start. Do it at a different pace if you have to do it in a different way if you must. But make sure that you start. I love you guys. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to do the interview series. Okay, I'm going to do the interview series and um, I am going to work on that. And I'm going to have something next week. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast, rate it and subscribe it so you don't miss it. I'm going to see if I can sucker my mom into doing it. Send me people who you guys want us to talk to and we'll do this. We're going to continue to grow, evolve and become better together. I love you guys and I will see you next season on the podcast. Mwah! Wait, I got to pray. I got to pray. Ah, Father God, thank you, man. Thank you for the gift of sisterhood. But what I'm thankful for more than anything is the ability to have authenticity. That you gave us this superpower called vulnerability and when used properly, we are awakened to the beauty of being both human and divine. That it is only in that sweet spot of vulnerability that we get to experience the fullness of who you are, but also the fullness of who you've called us to be. So my prayer as we are separated from one another in this way is that you would teach us to be vulnerable, that you would show us that it is okay to let our guards down, that you would help us to realize that it doesn't make us weak. It doesn't mean we aren't strong. It means that we are perfectly, perfectly aligned with who you've called us to be. And most importantly, who you can become in our life. So God, we make room for you to hold up a mirror and show us who we are that we may see ourselves clearly so that we can grow in the areas where we need it the most and shed in areas where we need things the least. We turn our lives over to you and simply we say, have your way. Great God that you are. Cover my sisters and the fellas while we are apart. Father, strengthen them, give them creativity, give them vision, give them power, Father, that they would recognize every good and perfect gift that you've placed down on the inside of them. I plead the blood of Jesus and a hedge of protection over them. Father, may no harm, no disease, no illness, no grief, no death come to their doorposts because the blood of Jesus is covering them. And may we rise to the integrity of having that covering in our lives. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. I love y'all.